What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm Z. I'm the... Um, the new project owner of Verb Labs. Um, I've been I've I've been doing um, IRL business for I think um, about ten years already. Um, I own multiple um, retail stores, um, two food delivery apps, and um, two restaurants. Um, this is IRL. Um, I my experience in Web three. I've been I've been doing. Well, I've been into crypto since 2017. Um, not really active, uh, just a couple um, um, buying here and there. But uh, I really got into NFTs. Um, this is about a year ago already. I've, it's been about a year I've been into uh, NFTs. Um, uh, my first project was the Metacages, Um And then recently I picked up um, the Verb Labs. Yeah. Um, Perik, I think you can um, explain more on the uh, like a uh, project info intro. Um, so yeah, um, Verb. I've been with Verb pretty much since the beginning, even before Z joined us and took over the project. So um, Verb itself, I my 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 um, background in Web Web three is a bit limited. I started around last last year around this time, so it's coming up to my one year anniversary. Um, but yeah, I, I, I found Verb quite early and I just, I saw him and out of all the projects that I saw at that time, I thought he himself has like a, a, a very big branding opportunity and with just the, the ideas the, with him being uh, his happy little character, his happy little, um, literal called the verb the moving thing we I, I kind of kind of fell in love with the idea and wanted to see if, if we can somehow bring him actually into the real world right to to have this sort of mascot kind of mascot um approach um similar to a little bit similar to what the azuki beans are doing with their um um, kind of cute approach to like the line stickers and the mask yeah. Um, this this is a similar route, and I, I I ever since I saw him, I just wanted to be part of it, and it's escalated to me being with the community for almost yes eight months now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, one thing I can say is that whoever said that you know they are in the space for almost a year, you kind of like already um been in the space for a, a relatively decent time time being so you kind of like you already been through like you know the whole hype whereby bot apes has gone to like crazy prices and then the doodles meta and then like this year projects minting out and one thing i i one one of it that your project so prominent is because your projects launch you're like the chapter one is kind of like uh just right after kaiju friends launch so it's at that period whereby you know um I think Invincible Friends was doing that whole animation kind of thing. And then your project really stood out because, first of all, Verb is like 
it's like cute, right? Like, like honestly, I don't know what is work, but it looks like this small round being that's cute. And then uh, one thing I like to point out is like the animations um, of you guys doing it. So at that moment, I think the animation was like, you know, it's like a new meta whereby every PFP has like different animation. So I think the work that you guys put on into chapter one is like crazy. Maybe just talk a little bit about, you know, how much work. I, I, I know it's like a little bit crazy to like animate every characters, right? Oh no, 100%. The the work that actually went into chapter 1 was very, very yeah. difficult because what, what sets us apart a bit from Invisible Friends is we not only have... We are also a animated collection, but we also have four different walk cycles. So it means you have a running, a bouncing, a walking, and a skating verb. And obviously all of those traits have to be animated differently for each cycle. So basically, we have four times the amount of trades, even though it's technically all the same, which is uh, quite an insane amount of work that often is very underappreciated. And especially animation. I know the team before Z joined, they worked around the clock, and uh, they. I'm not sure how they slept, if they slept, but the, the love and the work that went into chapter one animation was honestly quite in- incredible and impressive yeah yeah like what you say is really true um often con like just say consumers or the community they don't understand how difficult it is but for us when we are behind a project doing an animation we know like for example if the first base you have one animation and you have like four different bases like jumping bouncing so every the every workload is like times four so it's like it's pretty much crazy but i just want to say um e- even at the time both of our project for example kaiju friends or even work we are at that moment whereby the nft market is really hot and uh, that that was like i think i remember it was like the bull market and we we hit like you know massive success straight away when we you know launched the project against the collection so now working on like for example like the second collection what do you think is the different struggles you have compared to like you know launching a collection in the bear in the bull market and then right now launching it in the bear market well actually we launched our first connection collection also at the very start of the bear market so the the, the start was actually also quite of a struggle um but especially right now um we're we're kind of we're kind of expecting with with a lot of other projects also struggling to mint out um I guess our expect we we kind of know what to expect and how to plan accordingly. Um, so yeah, we it is it's gonna be a bit of a, a gamble of how how it actually goes because I guess planning in this market and in this planning in crypto in general is probably quite difficult. Um, anything can change at the moment's notice. We are at the merge, so. Um, the merge is also going to happen any minute now, basically. So, all of this is quite quite a scary situation we are facing right now. Um, but yeah, we are confident that once we we're already sharing floor plans of our cafes, and once we actually get into the real world, we're pretty confident that we can um, have a real impact. So we're excited, even 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 given the market situation, we're very excited. Yeah, and. You know, like, even this morning when I was in the space, one thing I realized is, like, you, you can't really plan on, you know, how to adapt 
to, for example, the space. Like what you said, things move so fast, right? Like even the merch, there's like a group of people that say, oh, it's, it's good, uh, definitely, if we're pumped. There's also another group that say, you know what, uh, if we're not pumped. But we will never know, you know, until we reach that moment, right? But uh, like what they say, cliche enough, builders have to build. And I think one thing uh, really important is like, you know, projects these days, they, they come out, they have to be sure on what they want to build and just stick to it no matter, you know, what kind of, like, you know, circumstances happen. And I, I see that, you know, projects that's currently being able to adapt with the market situation, um, you know, adapting with, for example, with the price, with the hype and everything, I, I believe this kind of projects, communities is able to see value in it and then they will be ready to invest if, you know, in, in the moment of before when they're launching out the first collection, they already invest their time, their effort, and they're now doing a second collection. So I see there is some success to it as well, as long as, you know, um, the community is strong enough to support the whole brand. What do you think? No, 100%. Um, com- community is, is, is basically the be-all and end-all of the project. It doesn't matter if you have the best project, if there's no one that at the end of the day cares about it, even though the quality is good, it's it's worthless, right? So it's it's harsh to say, but that's the reality. And we're lucky to, to, to say that we have a very, very core following uh, in our community of very strong believers very that have been with us for months through the, all of the dark times, through the entire bull market. Um, so that while, while it's not, let's say, the most, um, the biggest or the most, um, you know, seen on Twitter, our community right now. Um, what we do, we, we, we do, we are like a, a very big family, a global family is what I would call them because you, you, you come to our Discord, you always see the same names. Um, it, it's, it's honestly very nice, especially after this many months. Um, I, I feel like I, I know our regulars personally. I, I t- tell all of them to come to Japan to say hello. Um, it, it's it's honestly it's quite nice. Um, so com- while community is oh, community is like the most important thing, right? Um, but especially in this market, it's it's a bit of a struggle to branch out because a lot of people have dropped NFTs and not people put down social media because often it's depressing to look at. So we're all in this kind of limbo situation right now. It's quite tough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I totally agree. Like for example, um, initially Kaiju Friends start out as being a P two E game, right? And then like like I say, you know, like what you experience, uh, the community is always hype in 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 the front end, right? And then after one month, after two months, even if you launch the game, they are not really that hype anymore. The the core communities will always be there, but the flippers, for example, they will be they will be gone. And for in order for you know you to build up when the situation is bad, for example, the bear market hits, it's a, it's a little bit hard to build up. So how, how we adapt to it is kind of like pivoting in terms of our model. So like if you hear about Paiju fans right now, we are moving towards like, for example, having a real life, uh, in, in real life bar. So we, we just opened a bar, for example, uh, one month ago in Singapore. And then it's kind of like bridging uh, Web 2 to Web 3. So when I heard just now you talk about like, you know, you guys are opening a cafe, then is it really is something or aligned in, you know, what are we doing to, for our community? So maybe you can just share with me, for example, like after the mean till now, what has been uh, de- delivering to the community? 
Yeah, hundred percent. So, um, our thought was, especially with how the bear market right now is, and how how unsure the near future of Ethereum is, like how we don't know what is going to happen one month, two months, six months from now. Um, we we plan to not not detach from the NFT, but to branch out into the real world. Um, and we will start to have our first location of like a verb cafe in the Philippines. So this way we can bring verb to to more through the general public, which maybe don't like crypto or don't have or don't don't know about it, don't know what NFTs, but they will see our little running happy marshmallow. They will find him cute. They will check it out, buy them merch, maybe um, this kind of stuff, right? And we hope to to grow him in in a sort of organic way that doesn't necessarily connect to the nft but if you do have it have it you will get benefits and all that kind of stuff you can have your bro, own ip rights bro, um, yeah. bro wait wait a minute verb is a marshmallow well no um <laughs> verb actually funnily enough verb actually is a, a potato chip um the, he, he came from a potato chip um but then he everyone calls him a marshmallow so we have uh, our little no, but the, the initial sketch, um, what from what the 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 original creators called Box, what he told us, um, yeah, they 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 <laughs> they, so they, they, they sketched uh, a, a potato chip, and that's how they got the. <laughs> I'll be so down if Burp is a potato, bro. Uh, Burp, Burp is a marshmallow, bro. That uh, looks a bit like it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll really be like selling it. hot chocolate with little marshmallows in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, when you you said that opening a cafe in uh, Philippines, so the the team of you guys are from Philippines. Um, not all of them. I'm maybe Z. You can you can expand on why we chose the Philippines first. Like for example, me, I'm in Japan, and then Z is in Guam right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, some some of our team is in the Philippines, but the reason why I chose uh, the Philippines is because um, I can have my name directly on the corporation when we when we do set up in the Philippines. Um, not only that, um, the startup cost is going to be a lot cheaper if we do it over there too, as yep. opposed to if we were to open in um, in the U.S. or in the U.K. Right, so that's uh, the reason why we chose to do it in the Philippines, and that way we can also test different type of products over there. Um, you know, it being a um, uh, cheaper startup, um, we can introduce many different uh, type of products over there and see what works. So that way, when we do start to expand uh, globally, um, we would have already ironed out what exactly we uh, what exactly can work and uh, what we want to do, and iron out all the um, the operations yeah totally because what from what i'm seeing is you know initially um kaiju friends team like the core team we are all from malaysia right so mm-hmm. malaysia is really near to like singapore thailand uh indonesia yeah. philippines and initially when we started off we kind of like you know always wanted to target to being global and stuff like that but one thing the bear market made me realize is southeast asia uh influence in nft is like quite quite strong so for example like a survey did um, i think like one month ago is that like the most highest number of keyword search of nft is coming from singapore so instantly this shows that you know um not only like for example i know ny uh, nft nyc in new, uh, new york is like huge but for example if we are targeting like southeast asia 
Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia, Philippines, these five countries, is already strong enough to be a global presence because like like what we know in, in the current market, like like West versus the East, right? So in terms of this, I, I think one thing that we share the same region is like Southeast Asia has that strong uh, pool and it is a potential or a growing market as well. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Know, like, for example, when you talk about your um, recent experience or you said that you own two uh, restaurants and stuff like that, is it also yeah. in the Southeast Asia area? Um, they're in Guam. Uh, we're a U.S. territory. We're near, we're, yeah, we're like a three-hour flight from the Philippines, two hours from Japan. Yeah, so we're pretty close. Cool. I, I think this is the first time I, I heard about this country. Sorry if my uh, joke good. <laughs> yeah, it's but, all good. It's uh, all good. Guam, so Guam is in U.S. or is a U.S. territory? Yeah, it's a U.S. territory. We're a small island um, in the Pacific near uh, near the Philippines and Japan. I see. So that's why you have that influence of wanting to be in Philippines. And for example, if you, is your uh, community uh, located near more Southeast Asia focus or more to the US and UK? It's actually mixed. Yeah, um, I believe um, 46% of our um, community is based in uh, Southeast Asia. Cool. And um, maybe we, now we can talk a little bit more about Chapter two, right? So we've been talking a lot about like what you guys are building. So leading on to chapter two, what can you tell me of this collection and why is it important for you know for existing holders or new holders to hop on top of this chapter two uh, minting? Yeah, sure. So um, after we mint chapter two, we're gonna have total three collections, and these collections are the foundations of what we want to build um, uh, for a bigger project. Not necessarily like an NFT project, but like a high-end complex uh, play-to-earn game or a um, um, an animated movie. Um, you know, something that's going to require millions of dollars to do, right? So, um, you know, definitely in this market, I'm not expecting to uh, make a make a ton of money from it. Um, so, what we're going to do is we're going to be building IRL businesses. That way, it increases our fundings, our funding to um, to do these bigger things, right? Um, so, our first our first business that we're going to open is the Verb Cafes. Um, we're going to be the reason why we're doing this is one to have a stable revenue, um, so that way we can progress the project and then and boost the brand, uh, boost the Verb brand. Inside these cafes, we're not just going to be selling um, like uh, food products and drink products, but we're also going to have a section where we're going to be selling. Um, merch so like um verb toys plushies um uh, stationary items uh household goods um home essentials stuff like that um we're we're also going to be um getting our holders involved so that way um we can use their use their verbs as um use their verbs as a part of our product lines And also, so for example, um, in in 
So the first collection is of course uh it's verb, right? And then the second one I think is like the verb plush toy. So the third collection that you guys are launching on the chapter two, is it gonna be like an animated same character or what what will be the NFT look like? The chapter two is going to be um it's an it's an animated uh, image. Um it's gonna be land. Animated uh land. Yeah, and these lands are are also for our uh P2 P2E games that we're going to be going to be building in the future, and we can also be using these lands for uh, different sections of, if for example, if we're going to create a movie, um, animated movie, uh, we can be using these different lands uh, for different sections of different scenes in the movie. Oh, cool. And um, just just to want to uh, pick your brain a little bit. So, for example, um, in terms of this. Is verb going to be and also aiming to be an IP play kind of uh, move that you guys are envisioning? Yeah, definitely, definitely. We want we want to be able to partner with um, like um, big Web two companies to in order to use our brand, our uh, some of our characters to do uh, like cross uh, collaborations. Yeah, and I. I... It is also re- really important, for example, I have seen multiple brands, um, like, you know, no matter how good the brand is, uh, collaborating with, you know, big brands in the Web2 world, bringing real-life utility is, I think, is definitely huge. Like, we see, for example, um, the first one that did very well was, like, CryptoPunks with uh, Tiffany & Co., right? So, you mean the the collection you get the necklace for free and then the next mm-hmm. one is like the artifact whereby you mint it and then you know you can fork it and get the real life merchandise for free so i think it's always uh moving forward the the way i see nft becomes is like you know more and more i think people take it more and more seriously like when we were being in the um, space last year is is pure purely we just selling on uh, pfp everybody's going to be happy right and then you yeah. move on to you know pfp with utility then if you if your project doesn't have utility people slam you straight away and then now it's moving on to free mint and then now it's moving on to like you know um no more free mint but mint with a little price half free mint half uh mint with price <laughs> and then more to yeah. utility so it's it's moving from the from the way i see right it's it's moving towards like sales like initially when we launched our first collection it's more towards sales like right now when you launch a collection it's more towards like customer acquisition right so I mean in in a way it's good Uh, you know projects are more serious in in doing that but in a way um, now we have to step up in our game and I think one thing that uh, both our projects really align is that you know moving into like in real life things uh, opening up bars, for example, as we we plan to do like bars for you guys is cafes, and then uh, building on top of like an IP brand. I think that is what uh, NFT project should be, and also uh, kudos to you and the team for having you know this kind of uh, continue to build even the, when the market is bad. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, you guys are doing and, great too. Um, yeah. How how long has your bar been open? So our bar is uh, been open for a month right now. Um, basically, our team is in um, Malaysia, but our bar is open in Singapore. So we have a, a team uh, over at the bar, and right now, um, in, because Singapore is kind of like a global hub for cryptocurrency, so we host uh, multiple events. So the the main revenue uh, from the bar comes from us hold, uh, holding a lot of events. So for example, right, um, just say. Ver- 
currently you have a strong community, just say 50 people or 80 people in Singapore right now, right? You can actually use our bar to host your gathering at there. So we hosted like, for example, X2Y2, um, Imaginary Friends, the Kaiju Kings, Kaiju Friends, even the latest one, uh, Azuki Singapore. Um, then we also have like um, crypto exchanges, CoinGecko and stuff. So it's, it's really a wide range um, organizing events for, for projects, um, you know, to come, to get, uh, get together. I, I think this can really be big and even the same model can be applied to your cafe as well, right? You can supply like, you know, food, cafe meets up for, you know, communities, for example, Kaiju Friends community in um, the Philippines. So this yeah. kind of thing, I think that this kind of like collaboration is, is really big because one thing in, you know, in uh, Web3, there's no competition. Everybody is like friends among each other, right? It's not like Web2. Yeah. Whereby, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm selling NFT, you're selling NFT, we have to fight each other. But there's no such thing uh, in the Web3 world, right? Yeah, so I, I think this, this move is really big because so far, like, you know, how we get, for example, how we get close to different communities for in, in the bear market instead of just, you know, giving out whitelist. But like, like right now, whitelist also, the quantity is so low, right? So instead yeah. of that, you can be like, hey guys, why not, uh, you know, why not if you guys have community, like how much 50 people in Singapore, let, let me be your host and host a verb gathering in Singapore. It can be just as simple as this, which is also a collab, but in a real world experience. And then, you know, we can have so much because the bar not only is a bar, it's also an event space and a NFT gallery. So it's kind of like, you know, a lot of things that we can do. And if I want to come into Singapore uh, or in the Philippines, I definitely contact you and use your cafe, bro. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, you know, these type of co uh, collaborations will not only build uh, the verb community, but also the entire uh, NFT uh, community. Yeah. And so maybe you can talk to me a little bit about, you know, the four, four different type of like verb. So I saw you got like verb, proverb, adverb, and duster. So like these four, do they have like, you know, different kind of function that you guys plan uh, in the future? Well, so the different verbs, they just have different personalities, right? So for example, for the, the staking games, they will have different bonuses in different areas. But also, just in general, for our story and for the movie, um, they are they're just little. Rather than having like different attributes, they just are characters that have very different just attitudes, right? So we have um, our our good little fire marshmallow, which is uh, always going all way over the top, and then we have a very quiet one. It's it's just for um, yeah, just to to find the one that to to have one that represents you yourself basically yeah and in terms of like the lore and uh, you know for example you guys talk about like animation so what is basically the, the uh, you know the backstory of like work that's a good question um, the backstory of verb um I wish Tenji was here <laughs> <laughs> yeah our uh Creative director is the one taking care of the uh, the stories for us. Yeah, so uh, he's not available right now, but he he would be the guy to talk to about <laughs> that. Well, so the backstory <laughs> of Verb is right. He's he's a he's a little character that is um, following uh, the girl um, that is in all of our promotional material, basically. 
and um, the the backstory is still quite mysterious. Nobody knows who he is, but he is super strong, super fast, always happy. Um, so we have never actually actually publicly dived into or dove divin, uh, into um, the the. Uh, the history in detail, yeah. but I guess that's something to to explore. For example, also for the movie, and um, because I, I guess we don't actually know where he's from, what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think that's one way to do it. Because uh, when I look at work, he's just running around, bro. <laughs> I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's running around. And when you when you told me like he's a marshmallow, then I'm like, okay. Right now, I, I like this guy already, right? He's cute. He's running around. And one thing I, I, I love it is that, you know, some of the animations are really slow and some of the animation are, like, really fast. So, you, like, you get Verb, you know, he's, like, super excited running around uh, with a fast mode and then sometimes you get him, like, running around slowly. So, I think that is, like, a nice twist to it as well. I really like the, I really like the slow walking one. I think he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is the running one, bro. The as fast as oh, Tenji's here, actually. Um, he's using the Duster account. Let me ask him to um, request to speak so he can talk a little bit, a little bit about the story. Sure. I can put it up. Uh, what's his account name? Hang on. Let me... Uh... Yeah, he said he was online, but I don't see him on the uh, on the list here. Yeah, so um, maybe we can move on to uh, yeah even more details on like you know um, so when are you guys are uh, planning to launch and what is like the main price like uh whole benefit for like for example the first gen holders do they get uh free mean or stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So um, we plan on minting on September 20th. Um, hang on. Yeah, so we plan on minting uh, September 20th. Um, the supply and the price we haven't decided yet. We're going to decide in uh, within 48 hours it's going to be decided and we'll be making those announcements. Yeah. Um, we do plan on having a 12-hour um, whitelist uh, mint, mint window. So, you know, that way, um, everybody that got whitelists, um, we don't want them to be um, um, too worried about gas prices, right? So we want them to be able to take their time when, min when minting. Um, we, we also have a, a few events um, we have in place for our minting phases. So like uh, incentive plans to mint. And then we also have post-mint plans. I think uh, this is what a lot of projects are really messing up on um, lately is they don't really have much uh, communication after mint, right? Um, I think it's due to, uh, well, a lot of these projects that are minting now, they're new, right? And a lot of them are not used to, um, wouldn't know how to handle the FUD that's coming in. Right, but because our experience already in the, in the space, um, we've been in the space uh, quite a while. We can put out any fires that come up. We can answer all, all and everybody's questions. Yeah, so um, we're going to keep uh, active communication after mint. Um, we're also going to um, continue uh, community building. This is another thing that I think a lot of projects mess up on too. Is that 
they don't really have a, uh, a community building plan. Um, all they're doing is all they're focused on is continue building that utility, right? But you know, we still need to um, we still need to uh, cater to the community. So um, we're still going to have a community building plan. Um, also, after mint, um, after mint. 30 to 45 days, um, we plan on opening up the first uh, Verb Cafe. Um, that, well, that timeline really depends on how fast we can get the, uh, the, the permits, right? Um, the build-out phase, um, I'm pretty sure our contractor can do it pretty quickly. Um, but we're aiming to 30 to 45 days after Mint. Also after Mint, we're going to have our gamified staking and marketplace ready. Um, it, we've already been working on it. Our community manager here, uh, Pirik, has been uh, actively working with our uh, developers, Oxytocin, um, on the uh, gamified staking. Yeah. So I, I think one thing we can I, I can agree with you is that the most important thing, actually, you know, right after you move out, it's how you handle the community. Like I've seen, you know, projects, for example, the one that is most hyped like um, youths, right? So after youths, you know, they minted out like crazy, uh, price all go up and then they, they take a break for like four, they, they take a break like for like, uh, I think four, four to five days and even right now, they are not back yet, right? And then I see like, you know, a lot of our communities like even do those after they minted out like the duplicator, 50 days yeah. uh, total silence, <laughs> right? Yep. And then the announce, announcement that they made yesterday was actually the same announcement that they already make in uh, NYC, uh, NFC NYC. So yeah. It's a yeah. So it's a repeat. So I think one thing that, you know, uh, we both experienced is actually happens, you know, right, right before, you know, people give you the money, it's always a rainbow and sunshine, right? But once, once they already give you the money, and then now there's something at stake, people will want to like you know demand something. And I I always think that you know projects I've seen projects that you know once minted out they launch like staking, makes people to wanting to do staking more, and then not selling it. That is kind of like how you can actually you know cut off fifty percent of the supply that manipulates the market price. Right, and yeah. I think it's really important that you guys focus so much on you know post mint because minting and all, yeah, it, it can be mint out, it can mint half, but after mint, in order to maintain that momentum and hype, it's always going to be the deliveries, the or the deliverables that you guys are providing, and if that is strong enough, you know, community will see the value in it, and then it's it's always one side um, will be the fudding fudding side, and one side will be the person that backs you up. So as long as yeah. you, you guys have de- deliverables that are doing well, and then that one side that you know becomes your army that you know put out the fight, and then the community handle themselves, then I think everything is good. Because if if it's always just the founder telling it, then you know people will just bash the founder. But if it's like you know communities that bashing one another, although it's not good, <laughs> it's it's still better uh, to handle it, and then you know you can see the upside of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, if we if you know if it does happen when um, if FUD does start to happen, you know, I'm I'm pretty comfortable already. Um, you know, getting on there and being able to speak to everybody, right? So there's, you know, I've been in the space so long, right? So you know, I'm pretty comfortable with uh, doing these things. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know one thing that a founder should always have 
is um, fart proof, right? So no, no matter <laughs> no matter what happens, you always have to be fart proof. Uh, you cannot let them get under your skin because basically you are the entire pillar that people are looking at. And once you like, you know, I have seen founders like get mad and, and and stuff, and then you know people is like, come on, <laughs> right? So yeah, it's very um, unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. So one thing is, you know, no matter what people say, if you are fart proof and if you've gone through the whole experience, like I myself. I've uh, launched my own collection, just uh, close to 2,000 pieces. I launched myself and then I went to uh, Kaiju Friends to be the head of marketing. So the, uh, the, the amount of like fight, uh, you know, being a founder and stuff like that is, is kind of like natural. And if you're able to rise on top, then bro, nobody can stop you anymore. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> cool. So maybe just a few, uh, maybe the last questions is like, what do you envision, uh, you know, and end of the year, what will work? Uh, what are the deliverables that work will will be doing? For example, um, is your cafe gonna get ready, or what? What else? Uh, once you mint out, um, from from twenty uh, of uh, September to end of the year. Yeah. So, our our first deliverable is gonna be our staking, right? Um, our staking in our uh, marketplace. Um, that should be ready like two a week or two after after mint. Um, we don't have an exact date yet, but we've already, we've been actively uh, working on the development. Yeah, so that well, that should be ready. Game, I guess I can quickly jump in. Uh, the the, the back end is mostly done. Um, we're mostly working just on the front end because our artists well are busy with chapter two, so we don't want to overwork them. So once chapter two is actually completely finished. Um, they will start working on the front end of the game, and then it's basically just final final touches. So it should be ready pretty soon after mint. Yeah, awesome. So um, once again, thank you, thank you guys for being here. Um, I glad that I did this because finally I know work is a marshmallow. So Yurik, thank you for that. <laughs> no, it's a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to do marshmallow, brother. I like marshmallow more. <laughs> so uh, thank, thank you once again you know thank you for the spots that you guys are giving to the kaiju fans community and then i wish you a uh, best of the luck and a successful mint uh and everything that you guys are doing thank you thank you very much for thank having you us. thanks for having us yep okay guys enjoying the podcast Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow. All Things Rainbow.